everything happens by cause and effect. You put yourself in the way of love by taking particular actions. Welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez, founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman. And today we are talking about creating successful habits, habits for your success. So fundamentally, what I help people with is getting out of their own way and achieving their big goals in record time, making what seems impossible possible. Like, let's say you want to double your income. Instead of thinking that it's going to take two, three, four, five years, what if you could do that this year? What if you could do that this month? Right? Let's close the gap on time. Let's achieve what we want to achieve faster than we ever thought possible. And there's a methodology to this. And that is what I teach people, regardless of whether it's a financial goal or a life goal. Um, it's, it's, it's absolutely possible to close the gap on time. Now, of course, this requires that you know what you want that it's a clear goal, that it's super exciting for you, that it actually gets you going, right? Like gets you out of bed in the morning. Because if you're not excited about what you're going for, you won't, you won't move through the challenging parts, plain and simple. You won't actually do the work that's required to, to become the person who does the thing that gets the result that you want you will stay at the same level. If it's just sort of a mediocre, not so exciting goal, practical goals, reasonable goals. Now there are time and place for that. And that's not the topic of this podcast, but there is a time and a place for uh, more, more practical goals. But fundamentally, if you're going for something big in your life, you'll be more excited about it. And many of you have heard me talk about the three types of goals that there are. There are sideways goals, which are just doing something that's different, but basically at the same level that you're at right now. It doesn't stretch you, doesn't require anything more of you. So let's say you're a chef and you run a business, a, a restaurant, and you know how to do that. You um, open for more hours, okay? Actually, that might be a step goal, but a sideways goal would be you've done something before and you're doing it again. So you're, you're a chef and you know how to make lamb chops and you've done it many times before and now you're going to make a different type of lamb, but it's using a similar technique and you've done it before. It's just putting it together in a different way and you're going to sell that at a higher price point. That might be a, a, a sideways goal. It's not, it's not nothing but it's not a, a big challenge for you or even a small challenge. A step goal is a small challenge. That's the second type of goal. So uh, you know how to run a, a restaurant and you're going to open for more hours. That's a, a, a little bit of a stretch, but not significant. A stretch goal is I'm going to open three more restaurants this year or I'm going to franchise my restaurant business. That's a stretch goal. That's a bigger goal. And it's exciting. And there's many steps involved in achieving that. And I recommend that you pick stretch goals that are super exciting for you and actually kind of scare you a bit and make you think, hmm, 
is that even possible? Could I possibly do that in the time that I want to do that in? Is it, you know, how the heck am I going to do that? Right. All those things will start uh, running in your mind. You have to manage your mind a little bit there, but this is what we want. We want you to be like, yeah, I have no idea how I'm going to do that, but I'm going for it. And then we have to figure out how you're going to do that. Like, it's not that you go forward without a plan. You do, but you don't need to know the how before you choose your goal. Okay. So there's a whole lot more to the methodology for rapid results that I teach, but today I want to be discussing, um, backing up that goal with the practices and habits that are required to achieve that goal like habits for success, habits for results, habits for achievement. Okay. How do you actually do that? Okay. Because it, your, your goal, what you're going after isn't going to happen by magic. Okay. You must take action. We don't live in a cause and effect universe. Excuse me. Let me say that differently. We, we live in a cause and effect universe. We don't live in a random universe. We don't live in a universe that's uh, driven by luck or chance. It may seem like luck, but you had to do something that puts you in the way of luck. Everything happens by cause and effect. You put yourself in the way of luck by taking particular actions and you can create your lucky life, if you will, but you must put in place particular actions. And one of the ways you do that is through consistent action towards your goal. And one of the ways to make sure you're taking consistent action in the right direction is by creating new supportive habits and continuing to execute on the existing supportive habits that you already have until it's no longer your job to do that. You might need to fire yourself up at some point and hand things off to other people. But fundamentally, you need to put into play consistent action. And we can do that by creating habits that support the results that we want. Now, we all have habits. Some are already supportive, say, brushing your teeth every day. Or if you're in business, you know, building relationships, uh, networking. Those are our supportive habits. And then there are some habits that aren't, say, worrying about cash flow. Okay, that's a habit that you should just excise right now. Worrying about anything doesn't help. It's negative faith. It's, it's, it's putting a cause into motion around what you don't want versus what you do want. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, bury your head in the sand like an ostrich and not problem solve around things that need to be problem solved around. But worry is destructive. So how do you know if a habit is supportive? Well, I think there's, I'm going to give you two ways of looking at this. First, I'm going to say, is it the cause that's going to give you the effect or result that you want? Is that habit, if you do it consistently, going to give you the effect or result that you want? Because Again, we live in a cause and effect universe. You need to understand what the causes are that lead to the effects. And a habit, something that you do consistently, habitually, automatically, is a cause. Again, this requires that you not only know what your goal is, but that, you're, that you fully claim it and that you really, truly want it. That it's not just 
half-assed goal or something that someone else told you to want or something that you think is practical and reasonable but doesn't really excite you. That's not going to that's not going to work. Okay. So once you have this vision clear, is what you're doing going to lead to that? Over time, will it lead to that? If not, is it at counter purposes to your goal? If it is, if it's at counter purposes, you have to use the law of sacrifice, which says you need to sacrifice things of a lower nature for something of a higher nature. So that means you have to remove that habit, excise that habit. So what would be an example of this? Let's use one that's not business. Let's say you want to let go of a little extra weight and you know that you need to stop eating uh, cookies or sugar. Okay, so you have a habit of a uh, 2 p.m. cookie snack or a 4 p.m. cookie snack, wherever you get that low energy in the afternoon. And that's your habit is to go have some sort of sugar either in the afternoon or after dinner or something. You have some habit there. Well, is that going to lead to you letting go of the weight? Probably not. Okay. Most people would say not. So that you would have to let go of that. That's a habit you have to, to sacrifice. And then you're going to want to fill it with something of a higher nature. So what would be something that would up level? Well, you could fill it with a meditation break. You could fill it with a deep breathing. You can fill it with a, you know, bell pepper and hummus snack, whatever you want. That's of a higher nature. And you would, you would then when you're triggered to have the sugar, you would have already intentionally figured out what you're filling it with. And you would go to that new habit that's of a higher nature. Okay. So one thing that you can do, and this is a tactical action step is to write out a list of how you spend your time for a couple days. Just write out everything that you do during the day. Keep a little uh, notepad by you and just write it out, including how, how you spend your time in your thinking. Like, what are you actually thinking about during the day? Now, can you write down every single thought? Probably not, but you can write down, um, you know, I was really going down the rabbit hole here. Or this is what I spent a lot of time thinking about. And just track that. And then look at that list. Are they, are these things on the list one-time things or are these habitual, habitual things that you do? And then of those habitual things that you do, are they leading to what you want? Again, this requires that you know where you're going, what your goal is. Is that habit what you want? If it's not, you need to drop kick it. Okay. You have to let go of the excuses and say, and, and the, the magical thinking that says, I am going to be able to continue to do this thing that doesn't lead to what I want and still get what I want. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So be honest with yourself. And this is one of the, the biggest acts of self-care that you can do is this level of transparency, this level of honesty with yourself. Because when you start cleaning this up and when you start holding yourself to a higher standard and when you start seeing where you're just fogging out and like saying that if I keep doing this, I'm going to get new results or the results that I want. And, and that's just not true. Once you start cleaning that up step by step, 
you stop feeling bad about yourself. Because we, we know on some level when we're not living up to doing the things we know we need to do or that we're, we're addicted or in a habitual automatic pattern doing things that aren't constructive. And we feel bad about that. Now we try and justify it in all sorts of ways, um, but that level of honesty is, is such an act of self-care. Okay, the second way to come at this is from the other direction and, and just looking at the, re the results that you're actually getting, okay? So take a look at your life. Is it, and your business, are you getting the results that you want? Now, of course, we don't want to cut ourselves down at the knees and say, everything's gone to hell in a handbasket and, it, and it's terrible and I'm not successful at all because you probably are successful in certain areas of your life and your business. That said, if you again don't bring a level of honesty here and you say everything's fine or you go into that fog out about it, so it's, it, you, you have a, a, um, an energized thought around, oh shoot, I really need to go do that. This, is, this isn't working. I need, to, I need to you know create consistent cash flow. I need to figure out my marketing. I need to figure out... Um, my sales structure. I need to feel, figure out my next level of scaling and growth. I need to figure out um, my ops structure or in, in life, you need to figure out, um, you know, something to do with your relationship or, or the organization of your home or where you live. And, and then a few days later, it's out of sight, out of mind. That's fogging out. When you get upset about something not being how you want it, upset and is, is, there's a gradation to that. You don't have to have a hissy fit, but you have like a little hook around it. Ugh, that's a frustration. That's an irritation. And then you fog out about it and you think it's just fine and everything's good over here. Okay. And often people have that experience. They, they tell themselves you know what? My life is really good. It's, it's, you know, I have a good life. I shouldn't complain. That is such a, um, a bunch of, you know what? Now I don't believe in complaining, but that adage that lets you off the fricking hook. That's that saying the reading between the lines and the, the message that you're giving yourself is I have such a good life. There's nothing to complain about. Therefore, I shouldn't hold myself to a higher standard. Therefore, I shouldn't go for more, do more, want more. I should be satisfied. The, the truth is, if you want a bigger life, if you want better results, you should be appreciative of your life and yet not satisfied. Okay? There's always more for you. And that doesn't mean you don't enjoy the journey along the way or you don't enjoy the, the experience that you're having and gratitude all, all day, every day, and you can want more for yourself. Okay, so don't fog out. The other, the other reason people fog out is they don't want to experience the pain of not excelling, not being top of their class, not you know, realizing that they haven't lived up the, to their own standards, hopes, dreams, desires. And there's this, this 
deep-seated drive to avoid not being good enough and they don't want to look at it. So you have to look. So how do you look with honesty? Well, you have to make love to the numbers. Okay. Look at your numbers. And I don't care uh, if we're talking about life or business. If, if you want to get really accurate about the kind of results that you are, are getting, you have to look at your numbers. So that is, you know, what are your sales metrics saying? What are, what is, um, you know, if it's a personal thing and you want to lose, lose, let go of weight, what does the scale say? If they're, if you're having relationship problems, get really clear there. What, you know, how many times are you fighting? How many times are you having sex? How many times are you having orgasms? Right. I know it sounds a little bit, um, lacking in romance to, to put numbers to things like that, but like really get honest there. Are you having a lit up life around that? If, if you fog out and realize actually we're having sex once a month or we're having sex every six months, that's something to look at. Same thing with team or accepting something you don't want, the tolerations in your life. Start tracking it with numbers, okay? So that you can get honest with yourself. Now, don't use these numbers to beat yourself up. That doesn't, that's not helpful. Use them to hold yourself to a level of honesty and transparency so that you can grow and change from there. Okay, so... If you're not getting the results you want, you need to take different actions consistently. And once you've identified the habits that you want to let go of, which we we talked about already with the law of sacrifice, think about what you want to fill them with. Once you've identified that new habit that you want to create, which will, you want to look at them. You, you know what? You might have a long list of new habits that you want to create. Let's just be honest. Usually when we, we're starting something new, we get all enthusiastic about things and we come up with this list of 20 things we're going to do. How many of you have like said, I'm going to get healthy and fit. And you say, I'm going to power walk every morning. I'm going to uh, change my diet. I'm going to meditate every day. I'm going to do yoga also and weight training and swimming. And, you know, I probably need to start fasting also every third day, right? And now you've got like a gazillion things that are all new, okay? And this is a huge place of self-sabotage. If you see yourself doing this, just remember this. Remember this podcast. Remember this advice. This is such a way of self-sabotaging. You might be able to use willpower to keep that up for a few days or a few weeks, um, but but it's it's hard to stick to five, six, seven, eight new habits all at once. Your system isn't going to be able to calibrate that and integrate that all at once, and it's a way of getting you to to stop. And and you just do that over and over again, and you. Um, build up a pattern of stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Okay. And we don't want that. So write out a whole list of all the new habits that you've identified that you want to create that relate to your big juicy goal. Okay. And then scan that list, maybe make a few notations, which will give you the most bang for your buck. You need to know what the needle moving actions are going to be. 
Okay, which are going to give you the most bang for your buck? And then which are the easiest to implement? There's a pro for going with the easiest to implement because you can get some momentum. Okay, momentum is huge. Getting consistent wins feels great. So you want to, to, to look at what you need right now. Do I need some consistent wins? And to get some momentum going, start there. Do I need to really, you know, focus and hunker down on one needle moving action and just do that? Okay, that's where you start. So this is, you know, without coaching you personally, this is something that you can, you know, do your best to evaluate yourself. So you're going to want to pick one, maybe max two things to add in at a time. If it's a, if it's a heavy lifting, move the needle one, that's like a massive shift. It's going to be a real big new challenge for you. Make it just one thing. Set yourself up for success. Okay. The next thing that you're going to want to look at is clarity around this. Be clear. What does done look like for this habit? So if you say you're going to run every day, is it running 20 minutes? Is it running three miles? Is it running 10 minutes, one mile? What is it? If you say you're going to study every day, is it five minutes, 20 minutes? Are you studying something in particular, right? If you say that you're going to um, do outreach and prospect and make sales calls every day, is it for an hour? Is it for... You're going to do 10 a day, five a day, one a day. What are you doing? What does done look like? Be very clear about that. Otherwise, it's a slippery slope. Your mind will get you to say that you're done before you're done. Your mind will get you to say that you've achieved that new thing when you really haven't, if you're not clear about this. Okay. Then the next thing is to look at is how much time are you going to allocate to this a day? And when is it going to happen? It's going to happen in the you know, first thing in the morning, at noon, you know, pick a time. Pre-decide on this. Get clear and intentional, okay? This, this is a, a way to set yourself up for success, and it's, it, it's super important. One, one uh, habit hack, if you will, is to stack your new habit right along with something that you already do. This is something that I got from James Clear. He has a book called Atomic Habits. Highly recommended. It's something that I gave, I give everyone in my Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass because it's so important to understand how to create new habits for yourself. And, and I think he does a really good job um, on this. But he, he talks about stacking habits. So let's say you always feed the dog in the morning, then you would stack running right after feeding the dog. Okay. So I'm going to run right after I feed the dog. So the feeding the dog always happens. It's part of your natural routine already. You don't have to create that new habit. It's there. Then you just add the next habit right next to it. You stack it. And that first habit triggers the second. You can do this with brushing your teeth. Um, and what do you do after you're brushing your teeth? Because that's like the first thing, that's a, a habit that we all have consistently. So maybe it's meditation in the evening right after you brush your teeth. Maybe um, I would do sit-ups right before my shower in the morning. 
Um, so I stack the habit that way. Um, maybe you do your outreach for the day right after breakfast. Stack the habits. Okay. So that's a real, that's a habit hack. Um, the next one is to put yourself on a commitment challenge. We, we ran and, and occasionally still do run the, a commitment challenge and it's a 30 day, you know, build a habit commitment challenge in our be unstoppable Facebook group. And that has been so transformational for people. You pick one thing and you build that habit every single day and you don't go to bed until it's done. No excuses, zero excuses. Okay. Otherwise you start at day one again. And you know, if you're on day five, do you want to start at day one again? Much less day 28. Do you want to start at day one again? You are, and you build momentum and you build trust with yourself for doing this new thing daily. Okay. So the other thing that I got from, uh, James clear and atomic habits that I thought was really solid is this idea. And this is, if you're not doing a 30 day commitment challenge, if you, if you haven't decided to do that, but you're just building a new habit, you know, if, if you mess up and you miss one day, don't let two days go by. Two days is unacceptable. Okay. Because there's this way in which, you know, your, your subconscious mind is like, Oh, look, you already messed up. Might as well just eat all of that cheesecake now. Right? Like, there's a way in which you, you, you say, oh, you didn't go running yesterday, so you don't have to go running today or whatever your new habit is. You, you screwed up on that, I don't know, uh, content creation that you're, you're doing daily. You might as well let it go completely. Okay. And it's just a slippery slope from there. So one day, not great, but don't beat yourself up. Two days, unacceptable. Okay. And this is, this is like, this is, this is training. You got to train yourself this way. Okay. So it's not going to be easy in so much, so much as meaning that you won't have it dialed in perfectly immediately when you start. If you did, it, you wouldn't need to create this new habit. You would already be doing that. So remember the ease comes afterwards. The ease comes once you've raised your level then it's easy to keep it going consistently. Okay. There are going to be adjustments and problem solving that you need to implement as you implement a new habit in your life. And just be aware of that. If, if the way you've set it up, let's say you say you're going to make your outreach calls right after breakfast. And then you realize that you're overwhelmed by anxiety because the there's emails um, coming at you or voicemail messages coming at you. Maybe you need to clear your inbox the night before so that you set yourself up for success. Okay. So if that anxiety is keeping you from actually going forward with the thing that you set up, how can you problem solve it for it? Okay. But neither so it might not be easy right away, but neither does it have to be a struggle. If you know what you want and you have the support that you need and are intentional about creating these habits, it can be easier than you think. You can make it happen for yourself so much faster than you ever thought possible. 
But again, you have to understand some of these strategies and set yourself up for success. And intentionally, um, intentionality is so important. Okay. I, I've walked you through part of the process here for clarifying and deciding and sending a, a conscious directive to your subconscious. And I would encourage you to get very intentional about that. Okay. And, and there's, there's more to this, of course, but this, this will get you started. So if, if you actually go back and listen to this podcast again, take some notes and actually execute on what I've suggested, you know, just picking one new habit that you're going to create. And then maybe you mark your calendar for every two or three weeks and you add one new habit in. Your life will be so much different. You will get exponential results, especially if you're picking the habits that are going to actually get you the results that you want. That's so important. Now, you do need to keep all of this present for yourself and you need to, you need to keep up leveling. Okay. There's always a next level. And that is something that I teach in our marquee program, which is the spirit of wealth, mastermind and masterclass. And I build in this, this habit creation process as part of our creation playbook. So if you're interested in that, please reach out to us for a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. And you can find that in the show notes as well. I'd love to help you get to the next level. So please look for that. And in the meantime, do go back and listen to this podcast and really make a decision, figure out what the one first habit is that you're going to create for yourself and rock it out. Just do it. Be unstoppable and take it to the next level. Okay. I'm Amira Alvarez, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, and I look forward to having you listen into my next podcast episode. So stay tuned. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. I want to let you know that we've got a ton of free resources for you for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Please go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting the message out. Share this podcast with all the unstoppable women in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your business besties. Please do that. And if you're game, we'd super duper duper appreciate a review on iTunes as well. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.